Hey, she may may just be the next best thing uh, in Nashville right now. Uh, an amazing singer, songwriter, Lexi Sitters. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's Meet Me for Coffee. Um, the show is about conversations, great conversations over coffee, establishing those conversations, of course, and having a great time. Um, I got my coffee mug. It says Cookies for Santa on the North Pole. Um, <laughs> right now, I'm drinking an espresso store meal. Very impressed by this machine. I don't know. I got like this bunch of like, I spent 170 bucks on. It better be good. Espresso <laughs> stuff. And, you know, it, every time it's good, which is great. Um, how do you take your coffee? How do I take my coffee? Yeah. With a little bit of cream. Yeah. I love a good sweet cream. Are you a Starbucks girl? I am a Starbucks girl. Yeah. But I have I love my Keurig though. Yeah. I, I used to love Keurig. Um just haven't really gone back because I broke like three of them. I just have gone oh through three gosh. of them. Bad luck with Keurigs. Yeah. Well, I had like the the original one and then I had a personal one, like it was just like a one cup one. Yep. Went through that pretty hard, and then that broke, and then I had an, a newer one, and then that broke, and then it's like, okay, let's go to potty coffee, let's make my own coffee, and then it's like, oh, an espresso, okay, cool, let's do this, a bit more, a bit easier when you have kids and whatever, and not a lot of coffee drinkers in the house and stuff like that, so um, your music, um, we were talking earlier about the single Grow uh, on, on your Spotify page, I discovered that um, earlier yesterday. I really enjoyed that song um, for our, our listeners and our viewers and whoever is going to get in touch with us after the show uh, during this podcast and whatever, go and check out her page over on Spotify. I, I really like the, the format that Spotify offers uh, just um, you know, they may not pay musicians properly, but um, a lot of people's discographies there and what their, their, their most recent releases are. Um, and grow is one of your coolest songs. Uh, it's a good collaboration. Um, very easy listening. I really, um, just enjoyed it. Um, let's talk about that one first before we get to your newest, uh, release. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so grow actually, so I went to school for music at Belmont university and, um, it was a final project actually. It's really funny. And for my songwriting class and these two girls and I, we've never written together at all and we didn't really have anything in common and so we're like what is one thing that we can all like have common ground on and we're like well we miss home yeah like it's really hard being out in Nashville away from family and stuff so we wrote grow and with the three-part harmonies it's like it's very very cool and I've never done anything like that before but I'm very proud of it. I would be too. I mean, like it's very hard to collaborate with people in general and um, being able to put your ideas together and work in a team is definitely something to be proud of. And the product is there. Like it is, it's so fantastic. And I listened to it many times. Thank you. Uh, even before, like I came on here to speak with you, I listened to it a few times to show my kids and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm like, yeah, it's, I, I listened to a lot of hard rock, you know? And so I was like, oh, well, this is, this is good. <laughs> you know, hard rock, <laughs> uh, hard rock metal. Um, used to be like really, really into country. Country's um, great. 
yeah but uh i feel like up here in canada country is um it was it, it came on the scene and it's now it's sitting like a duck right <laughs> um you know nothing's really happening in right country, especially after the last two years um you you recently released uh better off uh your newest single up in october better um, off a loser yeah and uh let's talk about that like better off a loser well why bet are you better off a loser so yeah you're probably wondering why did i name it better off a loser um so that song was really inspired by past traumas that i've gone through past experiences um of being bullied when i was younger and i was writing with the co-writers and I was like, I, I really want to write like an anthem that people can relate to. Um, maybe something like that I can really relate to because write what you know. That's like the biggest thing in songwriting, at least to me. And I'm like, I really want to write about bullying, but in a cooler way. It's not cool, but like in, in a way that no one has ever said it before. And I was like, what is a word that everyone can relate to everyone understands loser like we hear it everywhere and even if people are just getting made fun of or like whatever and so I'm like better off a loser I kind of like that and so we just ran with that title and so basically the song um it's about being out of the in crowd that's totally fine to do you don't necessarily have to be a part of the popular group because if, if that's not like how you truly are meant to be like don't fake it don't fake it till you make it stand out and do your own thing and I found myself getting really hard on myself about trying to fit in when in reality I just I should be me <laughs> absolutely uh, I feel like we we let the media brainwash us into the thing that we have to fit into every situation. And when you go to school, you feel like you have to fit in with that group. And just because like your friends, maybe friends with other people who are in that group and you're not, um, yeah, bullying is a, I was bullied earlier in my life as well. Um, and grade one, you know, grade two. Um, but my sister also got bullied. This is very common right? It's just whether you let it get to you or how bad does it get? How, how, how much does the bully get away with? And for some people it really gets to them and um, there's got to be a way to help them. And there are people like you who write songs and hopefully someone hears that and, you know, knows what that next step is or knows what, how to help themselves or where to go. So that's pretty cool. Um, Amy Winehouse, Lady Gaga, uh, some of your influences. Yeah. Um, but your vocal coach, uh, I'm, I really am intrigued with this because Gary Katona is the vocal coach for Andrea Pacelli, Steven Tyler, Tony Braxton. You, are you still taking uh coaching from him every now and then? Yes, okay. How'd you find him? Um, through a friend, that's pretty cool. He's so sweet. I, I absolutely couldn't believe it when I saw his bio. Like, I've heard of him before. And when this friend introduced us, I was like, there's no way. There's no way at all that he's going to give me a vocal lesson. And we did. And it he's amazing. Are they there in person, right? 
Um, they're on Zoom because Gary's in LA. Okay. And so your first lesson with them, what was something that you rem- you remember him doing or saying to you or what exercise did you guys do? Um, what exercises did we do the first time? It was really just going up and down the scale and kind of figuring out where I was range wise. But he said um, to me, and I'll never forget this. He's like, oh, Whitney Houston, watch out. And so I'm like, okay, that's a pretty big compliment. I, I'm liking this. (laughs) I think the digital world is, you know, it's so cool because you can connect with anybody. I can connect with you through other people, um, vocal coaches. And and it's, it's humbling to know that the professionals that are on stage, they also get help as well. (laughs) They also get, uh, coaching as well. So, um, you're not the only one, right? So it feels great to, you know, maybe get coached by someone who taught Janet Jackson how to dance or something like that, right? Or absolutely. Um, obviously, I don't know if anyone actually taught her how to dance besides her father or whatever, but um, just for an example. Um, so it's always good as a musician, um, even as a broadcaster, or anyone who's trying to pursue something in their life, to always look for help. I mean, it's it's, it's not it's not really necessarily help. It's improving your skills. And uh, getting it like an outside opinion and maybe, you know, your vocal coach can see something in you that maybe you need to change or he can tell you how you should sing or maybe um, help you, um, especially in, in the metal rock world, uh, sing without throwing out your throat. Right. <laughs> right. So, common. Yeah. You're supposed to sing from the diaphragm. I learned that. Mm-hmm. Um, very <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but it, it's a very cool thing music is right the last two years um have been very hard i believe i read earlier that you were um, taking a bit of a break to focus on health yes yes so um a while ago not a while ago a few years ago um i was constantly playing and writing and music 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 while also going to college and I, through my bullying throughout the years, I developed a really bad eating disorder and I needed help so bad. And so I took a break from what I loved to do, singing and writing, and I moved home and got the help I needed. But honestly, without that time to myself to focus on me, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be here today. I wouldn't be as strong as I am, I probably wouldn't be an artist or writing music if, if that didn't happen because I, I became so much stronger from that. So it's very important to focus on your health when you're going through it. Do you remember writing your first song? Um, writing my first song? Yes, I do remember writing my first song. I was like 12, I think. 12. And what was the feeling of writing your first song? Um, I was, so I was very nervous to write my first song um, because it was a co-write with one of these songwriters that I looked up to for a very long time. And I was just a 12 year old girl, like shy and nervous. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able like to give good give good input on the songs. Like what if he thinks that I'm not good at writing, but 
after talking about stories and figuring out what we're going to write about, everything came together and I kind of, the anxiety kind of went away, but it's always a little nerve wracking when you're co-writing with other people. How does that collaboration work when you co-write with someone like they, you just show up with an idea where you guys just come up with the idea yourselves and then they, you guys shape it together. So the best thing, like the best way I will explain a co-write somebody, it's like a therapy session. And sometimes you do coffee, sometimes you do wine. I mean, however, like however crazy the story is, like have the wine (laughs) or coffee, whatever. But um, it's like a therapy session. You just get out all your feelings, talk about what's going on in your life. If nothing's going on, you just go through ideas and see if you click on anything and then start writing. And that could take a day or two days or however long. That's pretty cool. I know. I know a few people who co-write um, up in Nashville as well, and uh, you know, some people just they just got it right. They could just make a song up right on the spot. Yeah. Others, I guess, you really have to be like that, right? I mean, to be able to just sing and just do something, right? Or have some come out of your mouth or play some with your hands, um, regardless of what instrument you play, whether there's a triangle or the the guitar or you know, right. you know, the bass or something like that. Uh, can you describe living in Nashville and, and having to be quick on your toes when it comes to those situations? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when I first moved to Nashville, I was very intimidated as one would be being a 22, 21 year old artist um, that nobody knew. <laughs> um, but after getting to meet a few people, the, the hardest thing for me was putting myself out there. But after doing that, I've, I met a lot of people and I got a very cool internship that worked with a lot of songwriters and I got to make connections with them. Um, but it was, it took about like a good year for me to be comfortable in Nashville saying like, Oh, I have co-writers that I can work with. I like got my groove. I have all these songs I want to release, you know, so it, it took a little bit, but I'm comfortable now. <laughs> I mean, everybody's there to do the same thing, right? So yeah, you guys are against each other and trying to bury each other. It's really detrimental to the whole scene or oh, uh, yeah. how everything works. So what's in the works for you as we're talking about how things, you know, function in Nashville yeah. and then in your career um, going forward in the next 2023? Yep. Um, a lot of collabs, I will say I'm working on two right now. Um, I just wrote a song with my friends, Caroline Darling and Luke Bryan, not the Luke Bryan, but his name is Luke Bryan. (laughs) Um, and I'm very excited for that. Um, I have an upcoming concert in Cabo actually this next week so i'm looking forward to that as well cabo like mexico like mexico what that's so fun i know i'm so excited there's no air conditioning at these places though just so i know i'm gonna bring a little fan yeah (laughs) you got got um so we're around the christmas season actually where the countdown is officially on okay yes it is how do you celebrate and uh, what are some christmas traditions for you 
Um, so my dad is Catholic. So we do Christmas. My mom is Jewish. So we do a Christmaca. Um, so every year we go home, which is in California, but this year I'll be in Nashville. Um, well, I'll be in Mexico and then Nashville. Um, but a Christmas tradition, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, you're going to have to think of one eventually when this is the first time someone's asking you, but you know, sometimes those traditions are kind of, um, like you just explained going home and being with your mom and your dad, yeah. right? Yeah, that's, that's a tradition. Like being yeah, together. That's, that's a tradition for sure. I have a twin brother and he lives in New York and he'll usually yeah. come in to California and I'll meet him there and we celebrate with my whole family. And your dad plays guitar too, right? My dad, he thinks he plays guitar. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll say maybe you have a jam session or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's he tried cool. thing. He says I got my voice from him, but we will never know. <laughs> you never know. Maybe he had that singing voice when you were a baby, right? Maybe. maybe you took it from him. That's exactly. <laughs> I wish I could I could say my son got his personality from me. Actually, probably he got everything from me. Right? <laughs> Those exact same mannerisms as me and everything. It's crazy, right? Oh, so, um, how old is he? He'll be three in February. And, uh, so it's it's kind of cool because the Christmas thing is, you know, I was really kind of not into it the last like five years or whatever. And then uh, with like whatever happened the last couple, three years, um, no, this is the actual first Christmas that he knows what's going on. So, <laughs> so you know, it's very, very exciting, right? Oh, it's, yeah. it's exciting in the fact that he knows who Santa Claus is. He knows, you know, even though like we know who he is, like not really, but you know, <laughs> um, we're watching like Frosty the Snowman and the Grinch and like, oh, yeah. So it's 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 really inspiring it makes me feel happy and and it's a good time of season you know maybe your christica sounds like a pretty cool holiday you know oh, yeah. you should you should uh, trademark that one um, oh yeah we have a little jewish star on the tree so yeah. you know 50 50 or like menorah at the top yeah we should do that <laughs> Just burn the house down after right right yeah um, <laughs> You know, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. And, you know, there's uh, there's so many things um, that we could talk about. But what's one thing that you want for Christmas this year? One thing that I want for Christmas. It can be anything. It can be like, you know, like I had a guest on earlier last week. And I'm like, just don't say world peace because everybody says that. I was going to say that. So thank God I didn't. Okay. Well, I just kind of did say that, but yeah. Well, the last person who made a song about world peace, he got shot in this whole time. Really realizing that. <laughs> okay, we're not talking about world peace. Um, I would like, hmm, how about good health? <laughs> That's it. All comes down to health, right? Yeah. Are you are you are you really into health? I am into health. You you get up and work out every day and stuff like that. I do. I try to when I have the time. Yes. You, you do yoga. Toner. Yoga yoga too, right? Yoga too, kinda, but more more like cycling, Peloton, 
love all of it though yeah i tried doing the bow flex for a bit and it was like this is like freaking boring like, <laughs> yeah. the peloton seems kind of cool right with the screen and it's always like somebody's always there with you it's connected to a live thing right yep it's very on-demand classes so they have like on the floor classes on the bike treadmill so it's not just all the bike yeah and they have uh there's another one called uh tonal or something like that where it's like a, a mirror on the wall yeah i just saw that i just saw an ad for that yeah like i saw like um up here we have like commercials airing like you know five years past like when they actually aired because uh, <laughs> it's canada and so <laughs> some of us have like these contraband ip tv boxes where we watch american channels oh my god and, um, so like you know there's a Le- Le- lebron james working out with it or whatever that the tonal thing on the walls yep. like how much is this stupid thing right it was like twelve thousand bucks or something right it's insane but yeah mental health you know working out feeling good even like to the foods that you actually eat and the, the amount of time you spend on your phone actually it contributes to your mental health oh, right absolutely like i find sometimes like i want to be like on my phone but I've also had times where I just stay away from it. And I, I like the fact that nobody can bother me. You know, I like the fact that you know, I don't have to look and watch videos. It's all I do now. Just watch videos. And it's, I think that's what everybody does now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there, I've realized a lot that, you know, there's people who are apparently super famous on the gram that have like, you know, one to 2 million followers or, you know, a lot of that stuff is like a lot of, fake uh recognition and uh there's a lot of fake uh when you look at uh people making announcements on twitter or like instagram or facebook if you look at the comments like a lot of these people are not even actual people right so it's like robots yeah it's a very superficial society and um definitely a great way to get in touch with yourself is to uh get into a good mental state um would be working out doing yoga or you know doing eating healthier right like just do something for yourself and uh, a lot of people they worry about other others before they worry about themselves but it's much more beneficial for you know your kids if you worry about yourself and take care of yourself so you can take care of them in the best state of mind um so it goes a long way and i i'm very very glad that we can have this conversation and you can hear me ramble about this stuff because it all matters right it's uh it does it all goes hand in hand absolutely yeah. and music is good for the soul too <laughs> absolutely you know i have a, a few friends that i'd like to get together with again we used to play in the band and it's like every time we get together and play some music it just feels so good to be up on stage yeah and it's just so cool it's a good feeling it's a dopamine and adrenaline or whatever you want to call it and um, all the good stuff <laughs> yeah yeah it's all it's all fantastic and i do wish you all the best lexi thank you um, you can check her out on instagram and um, you have a website as well right um i have a yes i have a landing page a link tree that has all of my links to spotify youtube apple music all all the good stuff absolutely well thank you so much we enjoyed coffee and lexi sitters uh Cheers. Great musician <laughs> with the L. With the L, of course. For, for, for Lexi, obviously, not yes. um, <laughs> better or off loser. Or loser, yeah. Every time you see an L, you don't really, you know, 
Um, but I really appreciate you. Thank you for, uh, for being on the show. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and to your family and to everyone listening. Um, hopefully we can sneak another couple shows in, uh, maybe rattle the chains of Brandon Boyd of Incubus once more and see if he'll come on once again to talk about his, uh, mushroom cults and Santa Claus. Um, very interesting conversation Been trying to rectify that with him, um, all year, but he said he'll elaborate some other time. Um, after doing some more research, he caught me off guard, Lexi, I swear to God. Oh my gosh, that sounds interesting. You'll have to go back. and, and, and I need to. You know, it sounds that. like it. Um, it was one of the best moments on the show. I um, believe it. Yeah, so, uh, just threw me off guard. It's like, you know, what are you doing for Christmas? And I asked him about Santa Claus. Like, you know, it's all like, because he's not, um, he, he'll look at you straight, but like, he also like sits there and like, he talks, right? Like this, like he doesn't look all time they starts talking about mushroom cults and sorry. like what how do we get to that yeah like i i hope i hope he comes back on because there's so much more i feel like we became friends if this is like a you know a joe rogan moment on this show I, right i was gonna say this sounds yeah. very joe rogan <laughs> yeah yeah so um hopefully that does happen again but again i wish you all well thank you so much this is meet me for coffee and we'll be back very soon <laughs>